Welcome to Burn Bags and Blazers. My name is Aaron. I'm your host and the founder of Preppy Statesman. I am so glad to have you join me here. This is episode zero because we are going to do an introduction to what this podcast is, what Burn Bags and Blazers is about, and what I hope will be happening over the next few times we get together. Burn Bags and Blazers was built out of the vision I had for the Preppy Statesman. I started the Preppy Statesman back in March or April this year, around the time of the major invasion of Ukraine by Russia. It became an outlet for me to express opinions, to tell a little bit of story, and not completely annoy every single one of my personal friends and family with my politics and or statecraft takes. I really saw Preppy Statesman as a venue uh, for me to express ideas, to learn a little bit more, and to connect with the greater national security enthusiast community that's out there. What has happened, though, is I've made lots of good friends and made some really good connections with people who have got me thinking about what are the next steps for the Preppy Statesman, and it was this podcast, Burn Bags and Blazers. One big person who I take as an inspiration that has been someone I have followed for many years is Justin Black at Spycraft 101. His podcast and his website and his Instagram, all of it, all of his social media is something I highly recommend and buy his stuff. Uh, he has some amazing merch. I got stickers of his all over my house. My kids love his stuff. And yeah, we're just, I, he's been a great encouragement to me and has been an amazing student of history that has taught myself, along with many others, about the history of spying, of intelligence, of espionage. And it, he just does an amazing job. I, I wanted to give him a no-charge plug here because he deserves it. Back to this podcast and the reasoning behind it. I have always, for as long as I remember, been a huge student of history. I remember in 1991 talking with my grandparents. They lived in Jerusalem. You know, They sent us pictures through the mail of them in gas masks with the apartment covered in plastic. And just wondering why, like, why is this happening? Why is Saddam Hussein, who was a very naughty word in my childhood, why is he doing this to Israel? Why is he lobbing these Scud missiles that could possibly have chemical weapons? And it got me searching, searching for answers. I mean, I was all of six years old, but I was the kid who gave my classmates updates on how the war was progressing, how Operation Desert Storm was happening, and what was happening in Israel, and Iraq, and Saudi Arabia. And it kind of just all started from there. I went through high school, lots of honors, history, and really just dove into government, history, and politics. I went to the University of Georgia, and was going as an international affairs major, so I could go work for the State Department. That was my goal. That was where I wanted to be. I wanted to be a diplomat, travel the world, and see the world. I was in the Air Force ROTC while there and was at the point of almost getting to that commission when I had some health issues come up and 
it just caused yeah I, I couldn't go through with it but it's probably one of the biggest regrets i have in my life and one that i i still have looked at correcting at some point if if only through some other form of military service currently i work in risk management i've been doing this for about 15 years i study risk i work with clients around the country and the world to help them mitigate risk and to find what risk is acceptable to them we have those conversations and it applies so many ways to intelligence to history to statecraft to analysis because i have to dig deep into what's happening in their industry because i work with a variety of industries from a corporate you know dumpster to a ngo that's working overseas it's a line of work i really really enjoy and i can tell you it fits very well my personality as i am one that is always analyzing risk wherever i go and in whatever especially my kids are doing like many of you i have a very busy schedule i just got married this last summer and have four children ahun and three amazing stepchildren so i have seven children that are running around from the ages of three to 19 life is a little crazy you could say so that means i'm my goal is not to give you a hour hour and a half three hour if i was jocko or joe rogan type podcast i don't have that time i don't have that energy i don't have that bandwidth and honestly most of you don't either i know that as conversations i've had especially with those of us who are involved in corporate risk management in intelligence community in the military i mean just any of us that have lots and lots of things going on in our lives, we do not have time to sit down and watch or listen to an hour and a half long podcast or videocast or webcast. I can make that time if I need to, but most of the time that's spent on going through my risk management work or learning a little bit more about some world situation. So that brings me to what I want out of this podcast, which is to have a 10 to 15 minute conversation, not necessarily with someone else, maybe just a conversation I have with you as a listener, discussing a topic of history, discussing a topic of current events, you know, diving deep into one small thing that we can step away from on a weekly or bi-weekly or monthly basis, because we will see how much time I can commit to this to share what's going on in the world and how it connects to the history of diplomacy and military and intelligence and espionage and statecraft, all of it. History is such a, a large thing that leads us and teaches us to look to the future. And that's kind of our goal here too, right? Is that we are some of us future leaders, some of us middle leaders, and some of us retiring uh, leaders in our respective lines of work, communities, households, and families. I draw, I draw a lot of inspiration from two presidents in particular, John F. Kennedy, who you've seen probably pasted all over the Instagram and Twitter, and George H.W. Bush. I see these two men as kind of being these strong, compassionate leaders 
who truly cared for the country over themselves, who talked and worked in a diplomatic way that wasn't bombastic and trying to cause a war. You know, they, they weren't the perfect moral examples in any way or form, especially John F. Kennedy, as we all know. But they truly loved their kids, they loved their families, and they loved our country. And they had pretty damn good style. And that gets to the preppy part, I guess. Like history, I've always been a preppy kid. Growing up in the South and relatively lower middle class county, most of my classmates dressed in farm or hand-me-down clothes. I, you know, I wasn't rich by any way or form, but I would much rather spend money on a pair of khaki shorts to wear to school rather than the newest pair of bright orange shorts or to show my age a pair of jinkos that stretch to the floor and could fit five people in them i remember begging my parents for a pair of sperry boat shoes when i was upper elementary early middle school because i just loved the way they look and i had no clue why and my mom thinking they were the ugliest thing in the world and refusing to get them for me. When I went to college, I really grasped the preppy style a lot more, but also found my own way of expressing it. Gathered with a group of really good friends, including one here on Instagram called The Preppy Parson, and we all had a very indie-slash-emo-slash-preppy-ivy-style combination that enveloped both our personal style of clothes, but also our life. There were many times we would sit around a cafe table with an old-fashioned or trying some new drink for the first time and talk life and love and history and theology and politics. There were also many times that we were at parties and you know, dressed in the not-so-preppy way of the early 2000s that we will not speak of today. But that all brings me to, I find preppy and ivy to be both a, a traditional aspect of dressing, but also a non-conformist to the current way of life here, especially for me here in the United States, but what I sense worldwide in lots of Western countries. I, I find comfort in, in tradition, but I also know that tradition can not be the ultimate gauge of life. History, tradition, they help shape us and help us see the future. And I guess that's what the hope of this podcast is, is that we can dream together. We use history to learn, but also to help us move forward into a greater, bigger, more wonderful future. I hope all of you are doing well. I hope this podcast finds you well. And I am looking forward to joining you soon again as we dive into a little bit of history. 
the next podcast will focus on one of my favorite topics, and it's very niche, but the what-ifs of World War III, especially in regards to, A, the Fulda Gap in Germany, and B, the Slovaki Gap in Poland, between it and Belarus, which could affect the security and safety of all the Baltics and is in more in play today than it has ever been before. As always, stay prepping, my friends, and I will talk to you soon. Signing off.